Welcome to Ohanga. My name is Maggie, and today we'll be speaking with Danae. So, Danae, tell me, what kind of art do you do? Well, I do a little bit of everything, um, but mainly I make um, wholesome, handmade skincare products, um, nice, simple ingredients, really good for your skin. And I also work with cork, um, specifically wine and champagne corks, and I upcycle them into seasonal decor, um, Christmas decorations, uh, keepsakes, earrings, and um, constantly looking for new things to create. Awesome. I was in the Newport store last week and I was actually working with your earrings with you been, you know, starting to do some design and they're really beautiful. I love them. Thank you. Yeah. So how did you get involved with all of that? And if you can take us back as far as possible, you know, into your earliest signs of creativity, because at Ohanga, we love childhood stories. Uh (laughs) I have plenty of those. Um, Well, my mom, both my mom and my dad are extremely creative. Um, my dad draws, he is a carpenter, he does woodworking, um, he used to make Halloween masks for my brother. My mom is a seamstress, she used to be a cake decorator, a baker, um, she paints, um, she uh, is an avid fly fisher and she ties her own flies and they're beautiful. Wow. So uh, she embroiders, knits, crochets, all of that. Um, my brother is a carpenter. He's also a really um, talented drawer. You know, he can pretty much look at something and just draw it. He doesn't do it often, but, <clears throat> and uh, my sister is, is uh, um, into textile art as well, you know, knitting, sewing, crocheting, all of that. I never really got involved in that because I figured my sister and my mom can do it. So okay. <laughs> I can cover, but I always felt a little left out um, because I was like, well, what's my niche? Because I, I really like, I like to create, you know, mm-hmm. I like that feeling, that inspiration you get, that kind of uh, buzz. So, um, you know, when we were kids, my mom being crafty would always, uh, if my sister and I were bored, I have a twin sister. Um, (laughs) so if we were bored, she would, especially during the summer, she would, um, give us a project to do. And, um, more than once we ended up out on our road with a little table selling the stuff that we made. So, you know, painted shells, because we lived in Jamestown, um, uh, rag dolls, uh, yarn pom-poms, I mean, you name it. We just, you know. So, <laughs> and both of my parents are, are um, uh, sole proprietors of their businesses. Um, so that entrepreneurial spirit um, was always there. It was all I knew, you know? Um, so, you know, when I imagined myself as a grown up, I imagined myself working for myself because that's what my parents did. Um, but I had no clue what I was going to do. <laughs> 
So uh, I went to college and studied English <laughs> and psychology, and I love to read, I love to write. So, um, but I discovered that, you know, in high school and college that I, that I like to write more technical stuff than um, like a store, short story or a book or anything. Um, I liked doing li uh, literary criticism, things like that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, it really jazzed me up, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I kind of took a break from that, <laughs> all of that uh, during my 20s and my mid 30s um, and found myself <laughs> eventually. <laughs> um, I've always worked in the restaurant business. So, um, you know, I spent, I spent most of my time going to college and working and partying. <laughs> of course. That's what you do when you're in your 20s. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, I, uh, but every year, you know, as I got into my like mid twenties, I would make uh, Christmas ornaments, um, something handmade for Christmas. Doesn't have to be an ornament. Um, and I really loved the feeling of creating and, you know, looking for inspiration, but then really making it mine and putting a, a fun twist on it or whatever. Um, and just watching the metamorphosis of something, you know, I'd start with an idea and, you know, just keep going with it, you know. So, you know, I really loved that feeling of inspiration, but I didn't really know how to uh, duplicate it <laughs> throughout the year. Um, so eventually, you know, I had my, I have two boys, one, uh, my oldest child will be 11 in a couple of weeks Aww. and, um, my younger son is eight. And so, you know, after I had them, um, I didn't work for a while and I really felt like I needed to express myself and find myself again. Cause you get a little lost and you know, lack of sleep and motherhood and all of I'm that. Sure. <laughs> so, um, um, you know, I, I would dabble here and there, you know, making stuff. Um, I went back to work and uh, a friend of mine was leaving to uh, explore the world and travel the world. And he, he was young and he was just a really kind soul. And, um, Something about him leaving inspired me to make something for him to remember home and to remember me and and the impact that he had on me because he was just a, such a kind young man. It was just really he was a sweet. I'm like, oh, I hope my boys will be like him <laughs> when they grow up, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, I made him a bracelet. I learned how to do it. And I don't know, it just kind of took off from there. Um, I started making um, jewelry, earrings mostly, because I, even though I'm married, I don't even, I don't usually wear my wedding ring <laughs> or my engagement ring. I, you know, my husband probably wants to kill me because I want it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, you know, I mean, my, my inspiration comes from me kind of, because it's what I like and what, what, what my aesthetic is. I'm not trying to like these the masses um i'm just if I, I if i see like if i'm making a pair of court earrings um you know i'm i play with the colors i play with patterns and if i like it then i do it i'm not like ooh, ombre is really in or you know boho is really in or whatever that that's not really my motivation um so 
uh, yeah, so I, I, the, my mother-in-law um, fell ill. She had cancer, breast cancer. And so I was, you know, I was really becoming concerned with what I was putting in and on my body. Um, I've always been um, trying, tried to be mindful of it, but, um, you know, I started making deodorant that was my first thing because i was like wow you know it's so close to your lymph nodes you know you put so i um it was an epic fail (laughs) (laughs) but um but i wasn't discouraged i was like okay well you know maybe deodorant isn't my thing so i found a brand that i like (laughs) that is all natural it doesn't have any bad stuff in it and um and moved on and i started making lip balm um, I started making body butter and, um, then about a year after that, I started making lotion bars and, you know, I try to kind of go, oh, I'm a pretty low maintenance. So like lipstick, I'm more lipstick in over a year. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, uh, you know, I tried to listen to people, you know, people would ask me for bath bombs. So I started making bath bombs and, I just didn't see the usefulness of it. And for me, like, I was like, oh, God, I'm going to have to clean my tub. <laughs> yeah. it's bath bomb, you know, yeah. it just didn't seem um, useful to me. Um, but I get that it's a relaxation tool, you know, self-care tool, you know, but um, they didn't sell well. And um you know, I, I, I was like, you know, people want me to make them, but then they want to buy them, which happened, okay. you know, yeah. creating. So, um, you know, I moved on. I've, I've experimented with a bunch of different, you know, skincare products and, and I'm comfortable with what I make. I, I use all of it. Um, I mean, I, again, make it because I want it and I need it. So, um, you know, I just kind of, like to look at it like I sh- I'm sharing it with other people <clears throat> um, who want to take care of themselves and be mindful about what they're putting on their skin. So, oh. yeah. a couple of questions just along that timeline. So, did you take um, any art classes either in middle school or high school? <laughs> I did take, you know, I did take the the regular, you know, art classes and. Um, I had, we had a very talented art teacher in my, my uh, elementary school. I, it was a kindergarten through eighth grade and she's, you know, a bona fide artist. Her name's Fran Gorman. And um, so, you know, she had us do all kinds of cool stuff, you know? And um, one thing that I really, that really stuck with me that I did, and I did it with a, with a partner is um, we did the whole upside down drawing thing. Okay. And um, we did it with album covers. And of course, I'm a child of the 80s. And 80s art was pretty, um, you know, it was graphic and uh, in nature, mostly. And album art, you know, is kind of a lost art. But we did the Duran Duran album cover for Rio. And it's, it's this woman, you know, and she's very 80s. And it's very, you know, bold colors and and um it came out so good (laughs) and i was really surprised because i didn't know that i possessed that but it's not something i really like played with at home or anything like that 
Um, and then again, in, in high school, we had a really wonderful um, art teacher then, and she, um, Priscilla, oh God, my mind is, is going. But anyway, she, she is also a really talented artist. And um, I'll remember her name as soon as I no problem. <laughs> yeah, you can tell me after. And um, and I did some some artwork there too, where I was like, wow. Yeah, I remember drawing. Um, it was like a still life, and it was a coat hanging on a door handle, and a, like a jean jacket it was my boyfriend's at the time. <laughs> and it, I was so surprised how well it came out and how effortless it was, you know. Mm -hmm. um and but you know again didn't really you know pursue anything after mm -hmm. that not my medium i guess you know okay um so yeah you know i mean there were there were moments of inspiration but um not until i got into like to crafting and stuff like that you know as okay. i got older so when did you decide you wanted to pursue english um in high school, um, you know, right around that time, I think is like junior year, you know, you have to write your term paper. And I had this really, really hard teacher. Uh, her name was Mrs. Tisdell and she was tough, but she really helped us learn how to write. And, um, and it turned out I could do it and I had no clue, you know? So, um, you know, then the next year when I did my term paper, you know, the next year I was like, wow, this is really, I really like this, you know, it's stuff just kind of flowed out of me. And um, so when I went to college, I went to URI, I, um, I majored in psychology because <laughs> I thought, you know, <clears throat> I could help people. And mm -hmm. then I realized um, I got a little disheartened with it, you know, as time went on because it wasn't what I, it's not all about helping people, you know, yeah, yeah. so it's nothing is as simple as we want it to be, you know, it can be, but, um, but anyway, so I got, I got frustrated with it, um, and decided that I would minor in psychology rather than major and major in English because I was doing really well in my English classes and enjoying them. Um, you know, I was that annoying student classmate that was always like you know raising their hand and adding <laughs> a few cents and um but I was excited about it you know I was really seeing themes and underlying you know cultural messages and all of that and it just excited me I mean a heart leap you know um so you know I did that through college but I didn't really know how to parlay that into a job <laughs> after college so um, I just kept doing what I was doing, which was work in the restaurant business and uh, got really wrapped up in that for okay. a good, good Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember last time we spoke, you also mentioned that the cork you use, you upcycle it from like the restaurant industry? Yes. Okay. So, um, you, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, that's okay. I, um, I would have, you know, all my coworkers save me corks and myself of course and and um I amassed quite a uh collection and my sister is also she's a bartender so um she would save me corks and she still does um oh. 
So I used them all this winter um, because I had a really, really busy year um, with my Christmas ornaments and uh, very successful and busy. And (laughs) um, so I had, uh, you know, I'm a vendor at the Providence Sleep, a regular vendor. So, uh, you know, I I always have people come by my my um booth and say oh wow you use quirks i have a ton of quirks and you know whatever and i'll be like hey you know if you feel like getting rid of them here's my card and so um i did that recently and this man gave me i don't even know how many probably five thousand quirks oh my goodness (laughs) so i am flush with quirks (laughs) (laughs) so if anybody's listening to this i don't need any more right now I had friends sending me corks because I didn't have, I, I wow. didn't orders. So yeah, everybody who helped me out. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm very thankful. Um, he gave them to me, you know, and I was like, what can I do? I don't feel right just taking these, you know? So I was like, can I make a donation to your favorite charity? Blah, blah, blah. He was like, no, oh. just, you know, but uh, I, I ended up, you know, he, he said his girlfriend, liked some of my earrings and and body butter so i I gave him a bag of stuff but he when i saw the sheer volume of stuff i was like i never gave him enough stuff but (laughs) i'm sure you know i gave him the freedom of getting rid of all of those quirks so that's a gift right exactly exactly (laughs) so when did you make the change from just making jewelry and your body products for yourself and your friends to actually you know developing your brand and starting to sell them? Well, it was right around year wise. It was right around, um, 2015, I think, um, where I, I opened my Etsy shop. Um, and I, you know, nothing that was in my Etsy shop then is in it now. (laughs) Okay. Um, but you know, it's a great little, uh, platform for someone who wants to, put themselves out there, you know, and little by little, it's not like you have to have all this volume of stuff. Um, so I think just taking that first step, I was making, um, Shambhala bracelets back then. So, you know, but alas, they really hurt my hands and frustrated me. So I had to stop. (laughs) Um, but it just gave me the, the courage to get out there and start creating and not make it a big, huge hurdle. Um, so, you know, and then, um, I made the body butter for me and then, um, you know, I had friends who were asking me, Oh, can I, I'll buy some off of you. And I was like, okay, (laughs) sure. Why not? And that's, that's how that started. Same thing with the lip balm. You know, I would just, I think one year, at work, I made lip balm and I gave it to all my coworkers as a gift, you know, oh. and they were like, I, can you make more, you know, this is great. <laughs> and, you know, whatever. So, you know, it's just, it all just happened really organically. Um, I wasn't trying to do any, anything. It just happened okay. and very lucky in that sense, you know? Um, and I think the, the desire for like people wanting to buy my stuff um, inspired me to keep creating and experimenting. So, 
and, and pushing pushing myself to learn more so yeah definitely and what does osm stand for so it's awesome uh, oh, that's clever. <laughs> yeah, my um, originally my business name was Denise Inspiration, and um, a friend of mine who does like marketing and advertising and graphic design and stuff was like, she always shoots me straight, and she was like, Denise, I there's something about your business name that bothers me. You know, I don't know <laughs> if I'm quoting her correctly. And I was like, yeah, you know, I don't love it either, but I don't, you know, so, um, you know, over time, um, I thought about it and my, but I, I just couldn't think of anything. And, and my son, uh, my older son was in kindergarten and he, you know, they write little sentences just to practice writing. And, and he said, this is my squirrel and it is awesome. And he spelled it OSM. And, oh. I, and I would look at it every day for months. And I, whenever I looked at it, it made me happy, you know? Um, and I would say to people, I found myself saying to people, you know, quite often, um, I feel like everybody should spell awesome like that. Oh, <laughs> like, isn't that just the best, you know, I don't know. It was like a feeling, not just, you know, not just a word. And, um, also, you know, it's a word, it's a, it's a Rhode Island word. We use awesome a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, and I thought it was cute that my five-year-old son was, you know, saying awesome at school. <laughs> <laughs> so I said to my, the same friend I said you know I, I think I'm going to rebrand and use awesome and she's like oh, Danae that's such a great idea I love that I love it it's simple you know awesome by Danae you know she's like get your name in there and so um she called me up and uh because she's extremely creative as well and she felt inspired and she said hey I have an hour can you meet me at Starbucks and I'll help you design a new logo oh and um <laughs> so we did we 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 made you know to the logo i use now and i love it and um it has you know my favorite color which is orange <laughs> i also love purple but um <laughs> but uh orange and i love the orange and the like aqua green together it's just happy happy colors so yeah. um yeah so that's where the name came from and all right yeah. that's a lovely story i love that Thank you. all right is there any person in particular that has influenced your creative pursuit with awesome by danae um i would definitely say that my mom um you know has inspired me over the years um she is always learning something new um, usually in the artistic realm, um, but also, uh, you know, she worked from home most of her life, sewing, being a seamstress, and uh, she never stopped learning. She, even when we were, I don't know, in our early 20s, my sister and I, um, she became an, a master seamstress, so we've wow. been doing it her whole life, you know, she made it official, and, um, you know, she just she's taught herself how to paint she's you know she's taken classes but um she teaches herself and and 
so does my dad, you know, they're never afraid to try something new and learn a new technique. And, um, and it, you know, it inspired me to, to that anything is possible. You know, if you want to try something, try it. It's not, you know, I think at first it took me, um, took me a couple of, of decent failures to realize that things aren't going to come out perfect the first time that, you know, there's learning and mistakes and failures and um and you know my parents taught me that through their own failures and bravery i mean to to own your own business or start your own business in the in the 80s was not was a big i mean it's a big chance anytime but it, it was especially then and um you know they're they're pretty awesome so i'm lucky oh all right what are some difficulties you faced in your business? Um, time, I think, is my biggest, especially right now, difficulty. Um, trying to, like t- today, for example, um, you know, I have a lot of stuff to do. And um, my older son woke up with a sore throat and <sighs> the sniffles. So I, I have both of my kids home from school until they get there you know, they have to get tested and they have to get their PCR test back. So maybe by Wednesday, they'll be able to go back to school. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much production to do this week. Cause I gave a lot of my stock to, <laughs> to you ping. So, um, which is fine, you know, but, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'd rather have it in a store than sitting in my basement, you know, uh, taking up space, but, um, you know, so it, that's, the challenge is really trying to find the time to do the work and be present for the kids. Um, you know, because I'm working from home. We're, and most people, most people have been working from home for the last year, and it has its its challenges, and it also has its blessings. So, um, you know, you're you are in in some ways able to be more productive. So. Um, you know, I think that's, that's, that's my biggest challenge. I will hold on. I wrote down a couple of my things. Um, oh yeah. The other thing <laughs> is, um, and, and I have a, another friend, another creative friend, and we talk about this a lot is, uh, doing it all yourself, you know, not just doing the part that you enjoy, which is the art and the production and the creation, but also, you know, the sourcing of materials and getting the great prices and doing your own accounting and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It, it, wearing all those hats can be uh, difficult. Yeah, it's fun sometimes, you know, and it feels really good. You're like, I'm doing this. This is my own business and it's great. And then other times you're like, oh my God, like you, I don't even want to show you what my office looks like right now because I have, <laughs> stuff uh, my tax my taxes are my big hurdle right now so uh-huh. I have, like piles of papers everywhere and it's driving me insane so um I I like I like things neat and tidy although when I am working I'm kind of all over the place and then you know but I can't if I'm trying to innovate um I need I need clear space and then while I'm creating I make a big mess and then I clean <laughs> okay Gotcha. Now, what are some themes that tend to emerge in in either your jewelry or your body products or both? Um, Well, as far as my jewelry goes, um, whimsy, um, celebration, or jewelry and cork products. Um, 
I like to play with color, um, happiness, quirkiness. Um, those are those are the themes that really I feel like I have a lot of fun making that stuff. It's really uh, I, I've always loved playing with color. You know, my mom and my mom would make me a dress, you know, for something, and um, we would have so much fun putting it together and coordinating things and putting mm. lace here and you know. So I love that like uh, construction process, you know. Okay feeds my soul. <laughs> um, as far as my skincare products go, um, I'm a, I'm a passionate environmentalist. So <laughs> maybe not as active as I want, but in my heart, um, you know, I, I try to, um, do like litter pickups and stuff like that every, oh. at least once a month. And, um, so, you know, I try to reflect that in my skincare products as far as um, trying to use things that can be reused um, and also, you know, um, reusing as much as I can. Um, you know, I have jars where, you know, I'll have a little extra um, body butter and I'll put it in a jar and I use it, but then, you know, I'll, I'll clean it and sterilize it and dry it and reuse it because, um, why not? You know, um, I, the only thing I really use plastic with is my, uh, lip balm tubes. Um, I experimented with the cardboard ones. I really like them. Um, so, oh, I'm getting a knock on the door. Um, <laughs> we can pause for a second for you to get that if you want. No, it's fine. They know, they know to, I'm busy. Um, <laughs> So, um, you know, definitely love of the earth and love of yourself, um, you know, taking care of yourself, uh, using, you know, healthy, um, wholesome ingredients, um, rather than, you know, yucky chemicals and alcohol and stuff like that. So longevity, um, simplicity are definitely, uh, themes that especially the simplicity thing you know I I, I try to keep it simple um, in my life although <laughs> yeah I frequently complicate my life but um but you know the simplicity of the ingredients is really important to me um the I, I think less the less ingredients the better um so yeah those are those are my themes okay. great and so what is the ultimate goal for your art and your business? Um, the, uh, I think mostly I want it to be enjoyed. And um, I find that, you know, if I get something that's handmade or, um, you know, really special that I want to cherish it, but that, usually means not wearing it or not using it. And so um, I want people to wear my jewelry and use my home decor and my skincare products with joy. You know, I want them to um, feel good about it. I want them to feel happy when they look at it. Um, you know, especially my earrings, you know, each one makes me think of something. 
you know um and so in that in that sense and I, i'm sure a lot of artists feel like this sometimes it's hard to sell my stuff because i'm like oh, i really love those and i know i'll i mean i'm not gonna I'm not going to make them again. You know, I want, I don't want to, I mean, I mass produce in, in a sense, I mean, small batch mass produce, but I don't want to keep making the same thing over and over again. You know, I want to keep the creativity process going. So, you know, sometimes it's hard to let things go um, in that sense, but I'm always, I, my saying is that um, any day that somebody wants to buy something I've made is a good day. And it's the best compliment you can give somebody. It really is. Um, so I feel so grateful every time I make a sale. It's so personal to me. It's a it's a compliment, and um, and I hope that I convey that you know when I'm when I'm making that in person sale. You know that's important to me. So. Yeah. Oh, great. All right. I think we've pretty much hit all of my questions. So is there anything else you think is important? to know about you or your story? Um, I mean, I'm just an, I'm just an everyday gal, you know, and I think it's important that people know that you can be, you know, and do whatever you want to do. Um, takes a little work. It takes a little time to carve out, or it takes some effort to carve out the time to do it. But if you feel inspired, I think you should go, go for it and um, see where it takes you. It's fun, you know? Um, it, there, there was a question that I wanted to address because it, it, st it struck something in me. Um, yeah. It was that, uh, the question about the stereotype of the struggling artist. And um, I mean, I'm not an artist in the traditional sense as far as like, you know, I'm you not- You are an artist. What are you saying? Of course you're an artist. I know, I know. Um, but I, I just wanted to address it because I, I think I embrace it. You know, the struggling artist, and when I think of that in my head, like I see like a, a sad clown painting or something, you know? <laughs> um, and I think that it's, art should bring you joy um and and help you express yourself not and not always joy you know sometimes it's sadness sometimes it's anger sometimes you know it's ennui you know um but i think that you know when you're an artist you're dynamic you know you do a little bit of everything and um I don't think that people really, <clears throat> excuse me, really uh, recognize that in an artist. So, um, you know, I just want to put that out there that it's 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 fun, but it's hard, and um, and I'm thankful that I was I, I had the the time and the courage and the inspiration to find that in myself and finally find my medium, which is always changing. <laughs> and um be part of my artistic family and kind of hold my head up you know yeah you should be proud that's an amazing achievement thank you Maggie.